This is the true story of a New York City boy with big town hopes and small neighborhood dreams of becoming BFFs with the Real Housewives and other Bravo celebrities. Then, one day, that dream actually came true. Let me take you behind the velvet rope. Hey everyone, this is David. Welcome back behind the velvet rope. Let's just get right into it today because we are joined all the way from the OC by the one, the only Miss Gina Keo. Hello. It's so nice to be here with you all. How are you? I'm good. Yeah. You were showing apartments. To, I mean, you were showing houses. I, I, in New yeah, York, yes. I think everyone lives in an apartment. Everybody's got apartments. Yeah, no, I was showing houses today. How is, like, how is the OC? Like, is it, you guys are not, like, completely locked down, right? You're kind of up and about now. No, we go to lunch every day and super fun. How is yeah. the real estate market? Real estate market's doing well. It's doing fine. You look, yeah, real estate's I, doing good. Is it, because I mean, like in the city, in New York, everyone's leaving. I would imagine a lot of people might be moving out of LA. Well, a lot of people went to Florida, which is where I bought a house this week. You did? I did. Are you leaving the OC? No. You just want a second house. I did. Yeah, I sold my big house. I'm living in a rental in Irvine at the moment with Shane who's here till tomorrow in Colton. And I bought this house on the intercoastal in Florida with a boat dock and looking forward to trying out Florida lifestyle and OC lifestyle. And to so get my license there too. Wow, so you'll split your time. I will split my time. What, is, what are you following in Vicky's footsteps? I'm doing what? Well, Vicky just bought a house too. Oh, she bought a house near her kids too, yep. yeah. That's yep. nice. Have you been, have Colton and Shane been there the whole time for quarantine? Uh, no, Shane was quarantined with Cara in Florida. And Colton's been quarantined with me. And I was kind of quarantined half with myself and half with my couple of my best friends. We all quarantined with each other weeks or two at different houses. Because otherwise you'd be bored out of your mind. Kind of, right? Yeah, I was considered essential and people need housing so oh wow so you got to work throughout the whole thing i still worked and got to wear masks and all that fun stuff yeah but that's good you're still you're still working through all this yeah yes it did force me to sell my big house because i was getting nervous about trying to keep up on payments and without as much income coming in so this is a much more comfortable place to be and payment and a house paid for makes me feel very secure right now and it still looks big to me from where i'm sitting it's this one's only three thousand feet it's kind of not put together yet but but it's wow. fun it's fun so before we get into the oc i want to talk about two other things which stand out two things that most people in their life don't do one you were a playboy model yes I met Hugh Hefner on the 25th anniversary of Playboy. They invited all the top models in Chicago to come to their 25th anniversary special at the Chicago Playboy Mansion. 
So all of us went. It was a kick-ass party. And that day, I met a guy who gave me a phone number and said, hey, if you ever want to come to California, little girl, call me. So two months later, I called him from Mexico. And I said, yeah, I had a fight with my boyfriend. I wouldn't mind coming to California. So he sent me a ticket. I went to California, and that was it. Never went back. How was Hugh Hefner? Hugh Hefner was amazing. Wonderful guy. Um, very sweet, very fatherly, very kind to me. He always told me I was smart like a fox. I was one of his smartest playmates. And uh, it was fun. Did you like being a Playboy model? I liked being a centerfold. We got to do a lot of fun things. We were on Johnny Carson, George Burns show, lots of television shows, got me started in acting. And then they had a band. We were in a band called the Playmates. So yeah, I had a lot of fun there and it was really good money. I was probably making a hundred thousand a year just from Playboy sponsored things to do. And then of course I did the ZZ Top videos and started movies and I did 150 commercials while I was up there for eight years. So yeah, it was a really good start for me. It was really, I feel bad that I don't think they have Playboy anymore. I think it's gone, isn't it? I mean, as a gay man, I don't know for sure, but I think it's gone. I think it's gone. I mean, there's I, no magazine, there's no printed magazine, but maybe they still do the online one. I don't know. It's certainly not what it used to be. No, no, it was not. And Hugh Hefner was just a nice guy. He was a great guy. And that's yeah. the, the other thing was the ZZ Top. I mean, being a lover of 80s music. Yeah, that was fun. I was in the very first music video. And that same director did Short People, California Girls, some David Lee Roth stuff. And, and he ended up doing five videos for ZZ Top. And I was in all five of them. So that was a great start for me. That was really fun. That got me on a lot of TV shows. Um, and then when we did Housewives, that was the very first reality show that wasn't Ozzy Osbourne's family. You know, that was the first one was Ozzy Osbourne, but the first reality show, there was Laguna Hills and all those, but those were scripted shows. And 90210, those were all scripted. So we were the first reality. So I kind of feel like I'm a pioneer and all things new and interesting <laughs> well so when they said did you know it was going to be a hit and i said yeah just like every commercial i did i knew it was going to be a hit i'd go buy stock in disney and seven up and <laughs> different things <laughs> so you knew like you just said this oc housewives like you could tell it was going to be a big thing yeah i knew it would be and then they were you know we can't pay you it's against the TV rules to pay you. It's not reality if you're a paid actor. So then I got smart and I thought the next year, ah, oh, you don't have to pay me, but you have to pay to rent the house. So then from then on, the house salary got bigger and bigger and bigger until they get, gave up trying to play that game that wasn't even true anyway. So that's how it was. Cause I mean, I had Vicky on and Vicky said this, so the first year you guys got nothing. No, I don't think we got much. And then the second year, was it just your idea? Like, okay, don't pay me, but you can rent my yeah, house? Yeah, my attorney, my attorney was really smart. He said that, by the way, you know, Fear Factor, all those shows, they all get paid. So no, it's not true. But just to go along with it, just say your house costs this much. So yeah, at the end, Vicky was probably getting 900000 wasn't she? Something like that, yes. Yeah. 
I bet she misses that, huh? I mean, I would think so. I think Vicky, just to me, is different than a lot of the others in that I think she, you know, a lot of people miss the fame. I think Vicky misses the money. That's my opinion. Oh, yeah. I know I do. It was nice having that little extra pot, extra cash. And is this true? Because everyone says, you know, Vicky's the OG of the OC, and I'm not taking that away from her. But is it true? I mean, you're all, is that this show was built around your life. Is that how it started? Yes. The producer was my next door neighbor. And he's like, oh, my God, your husband's a baseball player. He's gone all the time. So your house is like a revolving door. Every time I come over, I go, who's that guy? Because he lived next door. I said, well, that's a director from New York, David Goodman. He's in town writing. And who's that guy? That's an actor. That's a drug dealer hiding out. <laughs> I always had the most amazing cast of characters. And my children grew up with always having people in the house. And they're like, okay, mom, what is this story on this backstory? Why do we have a family of five just moved in? I said, well, you know, they're, th her son just got injured, had a brain injury. And we became such good friends with that family that we celebrated Christmas and 4th of July together for years and years and years until her kids got in college and it made it tougher. She, she ended up back in East Coast somewhere and made it, it was too far, whatever, a jaunt to come. But we've just made such good friends by having empty rooms because I had seven or eight bedrooms at that house. So if anybody needed anything, well, call Gina. And I love people. My father always had an open open Friday night at his house when we grew up. The wait is over. That's right. Season five of The Kardashians is here. Just when you thought life couldn't get any faster, they're punching it into overdrive. Chris, Courtney, Kim, Chloe, Kendall, and Kylie are back and continue to defy expectations in all their endeavors. So get ready to go behind the glitz and glamour of the most iconic family on television. The all-new season of The Kardashians premieres May 23rd, streaming on Hulu. And Sunday dinner, anybody who didn't have a place to go was always invited to our house. So I kind of grew up with that. And it's so funny that Kara does it now. She does. You know, her, her house is like an open door. People are always walking in and out. I mean, they're her friends, obviously. Yeah. But not random strangers. Everybody, her best friends know the code and they just walk in. Hey, where are you? What are you doing? So... So he just said to you, hey, I think this could be something. Yeah, he said, can I shoot a pilot? And he shot a pilot with just me. He went to the network and they go, oh, wow, that's really interesting. I love the, you know, the way the kids treat her, which wasn't so good all the time, you know, that. But they said, you know, go see if you can find four or five other families. The other family they were really interested in was the guy who went on to become the star of Blacklist. Do you know what I mean? The real handsome, dark-haired guy. James Spader or the other? The other, the younger one. Yeah. Um, I can't remember his, his name. Tom is his character on the show. My brain's gone today. Interesting. And so was the network always Bravo or did they like shop it around or it went right to Bravo? No, it was Bravo. It was Bravo. He went to Bravo with it. And then, you know, GE ended up buying Bravo and it became a little more conservative because I had pitched, can we do on our third year, maybe when I brought Frankie in, I, can we have... Frankie's more of a housewife than me. Can we have a gay housewife? And so many of the people in our cast, not our cast, in our crew were gay. Andy was gay. I thought it was just like, it's the other door. I thought it was just amazing. 
let's just have a gay housewife. He's more gay than me. They don't, they didn't, they weren't up for it, but it's too bad because he would have been fabulous. He would have been fabulous. And it's like an idea that, I mean, I don't know how serious they are. I don't think they are, but you hear of that idea a lot, even in the past few years. Yeah. Interesting. So yeah. it, it went to Bravo and right away they were like, this is great. I think they shot eight episodes the first year. And then maybe the third or fourth years, we started getting more and more money. What they did to try to trick us is they just did more episodes to kind of make it worthwhile. And then it's like, okay, I figured that trick out. Well, let's limit the episodes. Anything over that is X amount more. It's like, cause it's not our fault that we have so much material to make extra episodes. It's like, yeah, no, you shot 10 hours a day. Come on, give me a break. Did, did you have any hands in going out and finding the other four people? Like, did you know Vicky or Lori or Joe? She was my freaking neighbor and I had never met her. She lived two houses up the street. I'd never met her. You know, I was so busy with my life. I Work was really busy back then. And I had all these kids playing sports and I was always running around and weekends were open house. So Vicky never was much to stay home until... I talked her into putting in a, a home office and then she worked from home for a long time. And then she started getting the different offices in place. I don't know if she's working from home or she has an office still. I think she might have the office still. So you didn't know any of the other four? No. I brought in Tammy Knickerbocker. In the second and season. And I helped with Slade and Joe a little bit. They were at the party. Scott was at a party too. And I said, you got to look at these guys. They're perfect. So what was your first impression of Vicky? She scared me a little. She's very energetic. <laughs> She's Chicago. One time we got our, our hormones tested or something and they said, Vicky has ester testosterone and Gina has ester progesterone. It's like, okay, that's why I look younger and that's why she's like very strong willed. <laughs> And what about like Slade? I mean, Slade almost became his own housewife in his own right. He should have in his own mind. He was one. Yeah. Yeah. He should have been one because house husband, but you know, I think, uh, I think there was a show called house husband for a while. Yeah, sorry. It's okay. food, food coma from lunch. So like, how, you know, cause now listen, if you get cast on the housewives now, I don't know how you don't know what you're doing, but you guys had nothing to compare it to. Like when the cameras started rolling, like how'd you even know what to do? Well, I was an actress, had done a lot of commercials and a lot of movies. So I had a little more clue than most of them. Um, but pretty much they just wanted to watch you interact and talk. And they would say, okay, the theme for today is uh, Tamara's getting a boob job. Four against Vicky's getting divorced. I mean, they would give us a topic and we would explore that topic. And it's not like they ever said, cut, go back, let's do it again. They'd say, okay, let's take a break. And they said, let's pick it up again and let's, let's revisit this. So they, they were directing, but just trying to keep us on topic. That makes Cause sense. Because they had an arc of a storyline of, you know, we're going to downtown LA and jewelry shop. Everybody would jump in the car and they'd give you lots of champagne and hope it was a shit show. Usually with champagne, it was a shit show. <laughs> they had the drinks on hand. Yeah. 
And when you were filming it, like, were you ever like, oh shit, that's going to be on TV possibly? I mean, even though you don't know what's going to be edited or were you just like, we're too far in, like, were you not even aware of the cameras? Um, like the first I was year. always, I was always aware and didn't drink. So the other people who drank copious amounts of alcohol lived to regret it. Let's just say that. So. And were you shocked? Because like it was supposed to be called like the Real Housewives, and then they added the OC. Someone it was had... originally called Behind the Gates, and I cracked up because Kodu doesn't have gates. We have a yellow noodle made out of styrofoam with a stick inside, so we don't traditionally have a gate. To this day, we have noodles. So that gate that they show as the gate clanging was Tammy Knickerbocker's gate to her house. Oh wow! Kodu so doesn't have a gate like that. It just got a little skinny noodle like a parking structure noodle and did everyone open a gate would take too long you know and he wasn't even part of the first season so no but i of course being the producer's neighbor helped him as much as i could he used my house's location for opening parties closing parties you know he always had a free location and i got him tammy's gates and whatever he needed i got us into all the restaurants in the neighborhood that's a job. I mean, did everyone yeah. live in Kodo? Because, you know, now nope. they don't. Just Vicky and I. And when, what about when the show came out? Were you like, like that first season, just the eight episodes? I mean, it was pretty innocent back then. Yeah, back then we all watched it together at my house. We had dinner, potluck dinner, and everybody brought their kids over. And I remember Tamara's little girl, Sophia, she's like, I'm staying here. I'm going to live here. I like this house. This is my new house. <laughs> she was a baby. Wow. Did your family like have any thoughts on you doing it? Did they? Cause like your children were on, I mean, they were like, when I think of the OC, I, your story, I think of your family, like, do they not want to be on TV? Like, you know, or were they like, no, this is really cool. Uh, they didn't like being on TV and not being paid for it they didn't want to give up their time to do something stupid and not be paid for it. So then the next third or fourth season, we negotiated giving the kids each money because they kept saying, we'll give them money from your money. It's like, no, they're all union. My kids are all actors. They should have their own money. should be their money. Shouldn't have to come from me. So. You were smart. I was a little bit of a troublemaker. You were smart, because I'm not sure that that's how it works these days. I mean, granted, the salaries are much different. I don't think the kids get any money nowadays. They're all little anyway. There's no bigger kids, I don't think, is there? No. Oh, Kelly Dodd's little girl, I suppose. she getting married? Is that true? I haven't read the paper lately. I believe Kelly is married, like, any day. By the wow. time... By the time the general wonderful people listening to this hear this, I, I think Kelly's about to get married soon wow she's getting married a little too quick she is right yeah take a little more time have you ever met rick leventhal i met him in new york when we did the um whatever that big event was BravoCon. yeah that was fun i was really excited that they asked me to be there I was there all weekend. Listen, the first thing, the kickoff to the whole thing was the OG panel. That was like one of my favorite parts of, because you, 
it's people that, you know, like you and, you know, were you shocked at like the fandom that has become the housewives at BravoCon? It was very shocking, but boy, were there some nice people. I met some great people. It was such a fun event. It was all these girls from, um, you know, five, four or five girls or three or four gig people, they would all get together and let's say, come on, we're going to BravoCon. We're going to go and we're going to do the full experience. We're going to do lunch with the, this and breakfast with this. And it was really fun. I mean, time. it's a huge thing. I think there would have been one this year if it wasn't for COVID. I think, I think they would have done it again. I think it was very successful, yeah. And it must have been good. Like, did you, did you meet anyone at BravoCon that you had never met before? That you kind of, like, do you watch all these shows now? The Hills, Adrian Maloof. I had never really spent time with her, and I got to spend some time with her. She was such a cool girl. I liked her a lot. Um, you know, I was looking forward to seeing Jeff Lewis, Patty Stanger and Bethany, but I guess they all had had a Bravo falling out. I mean, it all, they always get back together, but at that moment in time, they had a falling out. So they weren't there, which is too bad, but they had 85 other of their celebrities. So they had a good enough crowd, I guess. Are you shocked? Like at how much, you know, mentioning Patty and Jeff, like how much the network has changed? Like Bravo is a totally different network. Yeah. I'll tell you a funny story. I'm walking down the street yesterday in Laguna Beach with a mask on, on the phone, and a gay guy runs by me and goes, hey, Gina, like, how could you recognize me from the back? He goes, your hair, your voice, I know what your figure looks like, and I've met you before. I'm Heather Dubrow's personal chef. And I go, oh, yum. He goes, yep, that's what you said last time you met me. <laughs> that's so funny. It's so funny that you remember that. Yum. Do you still find it like shocking, like when you get recognized by fans? Yeah, usually with a mask, they'll say, "Well, we know your eyes." It's like, okay, come on, and maybe my voice, huh? But it's kind of shocking when people they'll just spin around on the, Gina. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, the Housewives has a life of its own. It does. It does. And I guess when the reruns are playing, you get a lot more attention to it reminds people of you. What about season three when Tamara came in? Like you didn't have any part in casting her? No. I don't remember how they found her. I don't remember how they found Tamara to tell you the truth. I mean, there's some formula because you can tell sometimes like right away who's going to be on for a long time. Oh yeah, they're nuts. They're ADD and they're nuts and usually they have a cool house or something. There has to be something that they think the fans would want to see. Well, when I think of you, like I said, in your storyline, I think of real estate. I think of your family because your kids were such a huge part of the show. I think of you going to OC with Kara, that whole scene. And yeah. I think of Tamara and the drink being thrown in your face. Yeah. Were you like so shocked when that happened? Because there really wasn't a lot of drama in that time on The Housewives. Not to the no. Extent she wanted to go and do something against the most popular cast member because the register had just done a survey, and out of the five girls, I was eighty-six percent favorite, and everybody was mad at me. So, but I love that she did a cease, no, assist and deceased. <laughs> She didn't know how to say cease and desist. So she called it like a pimple and a dead person. <laughs> and then she sent you one. 
there was just a piece of paper. There was nothing on it. It was all a setup. It was just for dramatic. She just wanted to be dramatic. I don't think she was supposed to throw it in my face. I think she was supposed to throw it on my clothes and she missed. You must have been shocked though. I was very shocked. And it hurt like hell. Have you ever got lemon in your eye or put your glass down and wine or champagne gets in your eye? It really hurts. It's pure alcohol. Yeah, so it I hurts. For three weeks. I couldn't, I'm blurred vision for three weeks. Oh, wow. Yeah, that wasn't fun. Do you, I mean, do you keep in touch with Tamara now? Are you guys on good terms? You know what? I called her on her birthday. And on my birthday, she texted and said, hey, let's you, me and Vicky get together when Vicky gets back from wherever she was buying a house. I suppose we'll get together in the next few weeks, catch up to with every, what everybody's doing. I saw Joe. I went on her podcast. I saw that. Um, she's doing well. I don't know. I hope so. I hope she seems doing- like she's doing well. Are you shocked that Vicky and Tamara are gone? Yeah. They always told me Tamara was like liquid gold. But what Bravo does sometimes is they kick you off to bring you down a notch, make you follow direction a little better. I can't imagine Tamara won't be back. That's kind of how I feel. Yeah. I mean, she was, I mean. She didn't feel that way. She sold her house and downsized and she didn't take any chances. But you know what, like, I give, like, you, Vicky, her kudos because so many of these housewives are the opposite. They live way above their means. I don't think so, do they? Some do. Maybe not from the OC. Well, in the beginning, we paid for our own wardrobes, our own everything, our own vacations, and then now they plan all the fun vacations and stuff. It's like, that's not really fair. Were you shocked, like, in the fifth season, like, when it was over for you? Like, did you not want to leave? Or you were like, it's time? Well, I wasn't ready to leave. But it was a tough negotiation that year. We were going for the most money we could get. And Vicky, Tamara, and I had decided to work with one attorney. So it was kind of like the friends deal. And then I had a funeral to go to for a 16-year-old neighbor. So I told the girls, whatever you decide, I think we should hold out for this number. You guys decide and give them my answer too. Because if we didn't answer by five, we weren't on the show. So some agent had approached them and say, hey, you will each get more money if you get rid of Gina. So that's pretty much what happened. I didn't respond by five thinking my friends were doing it. So I was off the show. And I thought, you know what? I don't really want to be around people like that. That's just to think you're going to get more money. They didn't get any more money than what we're being offered and what we'd already negotiated to. But maybe they did in the years to come after. I don't know. And that's what some agent told them. Maybe. That's what I heard. I don't know. I wasn't in the room. And yet you still speak to them. And I mean, that's... You know, I'm, I'm that way from the Midwest. I think life goes on, life's short. If it wasn't meant for me to be on that show, it wasn't meant for me to be on. It wasn't like it was doing anything for my career. It was upsetting to my kids. My two sons had gotten beat up and broken their noses. 
And they tried to portray Kara as a spoiled brat. And she's anything but that. She's a driven, incredibly talented person. So it was fine. It was time. And your sons got beat up because they were on TV? Yeah. Like made fun of? No, they beat him up because they'd go to a party and at another school or something, even if they were with their girls. Other girls wanted to talk to them and their boyfriends would get mad and go after the boys. Wow. The boys, it was just people were jealous. Yeah, I, I could see that. What about like Lynn Curtin and Gretchen? Do, do you know, do you still keep in touch with them? Yep, Gretchen, when the baby died, Tara's baby, Gretchen reached out like almost every day, wrote her an inspirational message or something. Gretchen's been great. Um, Gretchen and Slade, I consider friends. I talk to them not often because they're busy with their baby. But uh, no, they're great. They're doing a great job with the baby. The baby's so cute, Skyler. So I don't talk to them as often as I would like because we're all busy. How is Gretchen, I mean, how is Kara doing? She's doing better. Tomorrow's a tough day. The sixth day of every month has been like her rabbit hole day. So I'm hoping tomorrow's better. I sent her a bunch of encouraging things to do something tomorrow. Don't just sit there. Don't open that box. You know, she's a box of all the memorabilia from him. And once a month she opens it and she's just a basket case for a day. So... Don't open the box. Open the box. But she's like, Mom, when you lose something precious, you grieve the way you want. I don't want your opinion on how I grieve. This is how I grieve. It's like, okay. So she writes something every month and posts some pictures, and that's how she gets through it. That's good. That's good that she's doing better, though. I think she's doing better. I mean... You're going to visit. Twenty twenty has not been the best year, has it? No, we lost the baby, lost my husband, sold my house. But I did buy a house. I wouldn't buy one. So yeah, I'm ready to do twenty twenty one. I can just skip the rest of this year. I'm I'm okay with that. Yeah. How's everyone doing regarding Matt passing? That was really hard on the kids. We all knew it was going to happen because if you're not a sober person, but it was funny because he was sober for about a month and he ended up dying of a blood, blood clot. So go figure, you know? Yeah, I think I read somewhere that he was healthy other than that. Yeah. Guy rode his bike 30 miles a day. Just with wow. COVID, wasn't riding his bike. He was afraid. He was staying home and... He had downsized to a small place and he kind of just went from room to room to room and it wasn't enough exercise. Wow. Poor guy. What about, have you met Steve, Vicky's new? Of course. I love Steve. He's great. You like him better than Brooks or Don? I loved Don. I thought Don was great. I didn't think she'd do any better than Don ever. He was just so much fun. Really liked Don. Um, Brooks, I didn't know as well, but I really like Steve. Steve's great. He's a nice guy. A nice guy. He's an intelligent guy. He's ex-law enforcement, so 
he's good for her just to keep her safe. And he's calming. I think he's calming, yep. I think he he takes her down a notch. (laughs) What about, do you know the new, like, Gina, Emily, Bronwyn? Oh, Emily's adorable. I I ran into her again in New York when she'd had her hip or knees replaced. Forgot what it was, but she's doing great now, I just heard. And Gina, I had dinner with a couple times and lunch with. She's a nice girl. Bronwyn, I've known since she was young. Her grandfather was a friend of mine. Her grandfather raised her. And he also raised Colton, my son. When I was working or something, Colton was over there with his grandson. So, yeah, I've been around her for a long time. She's a cool chick. Oh, so Bronwyn's grandfather had a hand in raising Colton? He did. I think wow. Colton cool kid because of Daddy Ray. He uh, was a surgeon, but he just, he had a grandson Colton's age, and he loved Colton. Colton would make his grandson behave. He'd say, if you keep doing that, I'm going home. So that guy, he took him on every vacation. Any place he went, he took Colton because Colton would make his grandson behave. Wow. Yeah. You know everybody in the OC, it seems. Yeah, of course. I lived in Koto. There was only a hundred homes when I first moved in. So I watched it grow from a hundred homes to 4,500 homes. Wow. What about Shannon Bedore? Because I sold my house and I'm living in Irvine, which is so different than Dakota. I can't see my mountain. I have to drive to go see my mountain. But I was spending so much time at the beach. I wasn't in Koto anyway. So I figured I might as well just buy at the beach. And I couldn't find anything, so I just rented something until I find something. Like, how far is Irvine from Kodo? Seven minutes. Oh, okay. I didn't know. Seven minutes. So that's not so bad. Are you, are you, are you, are you going to buy a house there or in Kodo? No, I'm going to go down to the beach. I just wasn't ready with Colton still with me. He was in the guest house before, and I thought, I can't move into this a million five property for 1,100 feet. No, I can't do it. I couldn't. It was just too small. I think it's your bed. Your bed barely fits in your room. And so what? It's a nice view. It's like, I'd rather drive. Like, now I drive 10 minutes to the beach. So That's not bad. Not bad. Do you know Shannon Bedore? We're not close at all. Um, She had an issue with me being too outspoken. When she went on national TV and said, I haven't had sex with my husband in a year. I told her that was stupid. That there's a lot of girls gonna go after your husband. Good looking dude with a lot of money and you haven't had sex in a year, bye-bye. I was right. She should have listened to you. Too late, she'd already said it. Do you think there's, because Vicky, I think, said this, or like, do you think, or a lot of people have said this, do you think there's like a, when, do you think reality TV plays into, just increases the chances of divorce? I think so, because when you see yourself on TV, like Adrian Maloof and her husband, I think when they realized, when they saw each other on TV, that they weren't very nice to each other. They're like, you know, we should just get a divorce. We're not that nice to each other. 
You're not that into me. I'm not that into you. Let's stop. There's Shane. Hello. Shane must, I mean, speaking of girls, I mean, that it, being on the show back in the day must have been good for Shane and Colton as far as girls go. You know, they never had trouble with girls, but Shane was in an eight-year relationship. He's been broke up about a year now. He hasn't found a replacement yet. And Colton is had a four-year relationship. He's been out of it for about two years. And right now, he just seems to like to golf and sell real estate and watch football and then baseball and dates a little bit. But he hasn't found the one that wants him to, you know, enough that he likes more than golf. <laughs> How old are Shane and Colton and Kara now? Hey, your son? 34. Shane is 34. Wow. He lives in Bill, Florida Hello. at the moment. We're doing a podcast. Uh, Hello. And Shane's in the green energy. You want to tell him what you're doing, Bubba? Uh, he's, doing, he's doing real estate, but he's also in Athletes for Green Energy, and it's called what? Um, we Go For Two. We Go For Two. So, don't know what that means exactly. <laughs> But it keeps him very busy. He's always on the phone. He travels all over the world going to these energy conventions and waste management conventions. And I hope he's making a difference. That's socially responsible. Bushes, though, and I'm not quite sure how that fit into my green plan. I'm going to have an apple tree or ants, one or the other. Mm-mm. And real estate, somehow they're both kind of following in your footsteps. Yes, and my daughter is married to an ex-football player who is killing it in real estate. So, oops, sorry. That's okay. I gotta, can I call you later? Yeah, if you get a text, that's what happens. Um, I know. What was I going to say? Well, I mean, did you also see this about now, all these rumors that like Bronwyn and Sean, I don't know if they're true, but that's the latest. There's all these what? rumors that like they might be headed for a divorce. That was the latest oh, I hope thing. not. They're so cute together. He seems like a nice guy. Really nice guy. And, and they have a lot of kids. So I hope it's not true. I hope, I hope so too. What about Megan King Edmonds or Megan King? Have you King? heard much from her? Is she coming back on? I don't think so. I, I think she might do a cameo or something. I think I might have seen something. I think I'm it would be. I'm doing the opening. You should watch when the housewives come out. I'm doing the opening. Of what? For the, the new season? Yeah. Like, what do you mean the opening? Like the opening credits? You're going to have to watch. You're going to have to watch. Okay, well, that's exciting. Yeah, that was really exciting to be asked to do it. Well, listen, like, you know, you've been in five seasons, but if you tally it all up, you've been on 10 seasons with, like, oh, guest yeah. appearances. They're on season 15 now. I know. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying, 10 you know, seasons. Bravo has always included me in anything that they can. They've always been so kind to me and... um. Like Tamara and Vicky kind of said mean things when they got off the show. And it's like, you girls should call and apologize. You were upset and you, you shouldn't do that because they did a lot of nice things for you over the years and paid you a lot of money. So let's not throw them under the bus. There's no reason for that. 
you don't like the way you were let go, take it up with them, but don't take it up with the media. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Did you tell them that? I did. And what did they say to that? Well, they felt that more people from the network should have called and said, thank you for your service <laughs> and got a gold watch or something, not just unceremoniously let go. But I think it's like you said, I mean, you got paid well while you were there. I mean, for all these housewives, you were paid well throughout the years. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you have any, like when you look back, do you have any regrets? Like, oh my God, I said that on TV. Why did I say that? Mm, more regret, more than regrets I have. Um, I hated the way I looked the first few seasons. I hated the clothes we picked. I remember Vicky burned her wardrobe after the first season. She's like, I can't stand anything I wore. And I'm never eating on TV again. So we'd go to these fabulous restaurants and the girls wouldn't eat. They would order this incredible stuff. We'd be at this great restaurant. And I'm like, Shane, I'm going to eat that. Can I take that home for Shane? <laughs> I think I gained 10 pounds that season. I would be trying everybody's food. Oh, this is good. Let's take it home. Well, we saw oh, you fun. losing some weight on Thintervention with Jackie yeah. and Craig. COVID, I've got a little chubby again. I've got to lose weight, but I'm motivated. So, Do you watch, like, do you watch the Housewives now? Like, do you watch the OC Housewives? Well, when it comes on, I'll watch it. Would you ever go back if someone called and said, we want you back full time? You know, I doubt they'd want me back full time because the, I actually think that Gina and some of these other people should have been in a younger version of it, you know, because it changed its whole fan base. With us, it was all 50s, you know, 45 to 55 or something. 35 to 55 was our group. Now it's the, the kids are young. Isn't Bronwyn like 30 something? Like 38, 36. None of the people that used to watch it that I know still watch it. They just don't. So. Do you think there's, that it should be skewed younger as far as the people they hire or no? Well, I still think it's two shows. I think they should do like a, where are they now? And do eight episodes of Vicky, Tamra, Gina, Joe, go back to the originals, back to the bank. I think they should, but maybe Tamra and Vicky haven't been off long enough for anybody to want to see them again. Maybe they have to wait a little longer, but I don't know. That would be a great show. And Kim Bryant, yeah. she was there. Where? Kim Bryant from the first season of OC with Lori and Lori Peterson. Oh yeah, but she's, she doesn't seem to reach out when people call her. People call her for interviews and people run into her places and she doesn't seem to have any interest in it anymore. I'm not so sure Lori Peterson has such an interest in it either. Oh, she would. Lori always shows up for anything she gets invited to. Really? Oh yeah. Yeah, no, she's always enjoyed it. When you look, when you look back and think of your time on the show, like, what do you, like, what, what are the words that come to mind? Well, the other day they told me that season one episode, I mean, episode, season 15, episode one, she, he said, I want you to know that there's some footage of Matt in there. I said, well, are you doing a, you know, 
like you did for Taylor's husband. You're going to have rest in peace, Matt Keough or something. And they said, yeah, we're doing something. So I don't know what they're doing. So they'll be curious what it is. Who told you that, Andy? <coughs> I can't tell you. I have to kill you. That makes Does sense. The episode airs? No, this will be after. Oh, okay. So we'll have to wait and see what it is. But I have to remember to tell my kids that. That's nice, though. Yeah. They said, you know, I hope it's not going to be upsetting to you. It's like, well, no. I mean, he didn't like the show. He didn't like the way the family was portrayed. So. Amazing. He didn't want to be on it. But he still lived in our family, and he was still part of our family. I think that's nice. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to leave us with? Anything you feel like we didn't cover here today? I mean, I really appreciate your time. I know you're busy working. No, it was a great experience. And we all learned a lot about relationships and people. And, and it's really always been in my mind that um, you should always be careful what you say. And if you're on TV, even more so, because it's out there in perpetuity forever. I used to try to tell the kids, hey, be careful with what's going on in your life. You know, Cara, you put so much out there about the baby, about your feelings. It's like, you sure it's not too much? And she's like, everybody has to grieve the way they want to grieve, Mom. Thank you, Lupe. Did you know that in the beginning? Like, did you know the whole media aspect of it? Like having been in these videos and Playboy and an actress, like, did you know how the media just, if you say it, it could go in a lot of ways? I kind of knew that. Even from the first time when I made a comment about, they said, you're doing the new video, the new song for ZZ Top. I said, okay, can I hear it? I said, no, can I hear the new one? They go like, that is a new one. I'm like, oh. <laughs> they all kind of sounded alike they had a certain certain sound to them you know totally it was fun so where can everyone find you on social media instagram and facebook and what what's your instagram at gina keo i think so i think it is i think it is yeah i'll yeah. like i'll like share it with everyone i haven't been I haven't been, I've been so busy moving and packing and looking for a house. So I have got to get back on social media. I have not been good girl about it. Well, I, I think before BravoCon, you weren't even, you were even less about it. I think you've been better since BravoCon. Make me crazy. So yeah. I really appreciate your time, Gina. Like you are the OG of the OC along with Vicky. So I appreciate you taking your time to chat with us. Everyone's going to be thrilled to hear from you and you definitely need to keep in touch. And I can't wait to see what you do next. All right. Well, it's nice meeting you and good luck to your show. I'm excited to see it or hear it. Thank you. I will, I will let you know when it's coming. Excellent. I'll let you know when it's coming out. Thank you. Bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. 
And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're behind The Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon, because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.